Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 599, air date May 2nd, 2020. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Shiva Ayodure. Welcome to May Day. Uh, it's a great day. We are uh, going to have a lot of guests. We're going to be going on for a continuous marathon between now and as long as we want to go. Um, I want to Oops, you're having to, let me see, make sure Facebook is streaming. We may have to do this again. Hold on one second. I may have to start and remove and start again. Hold on one, guys. I may have to do this again. Sorry about that. Let me add to Facebook and then I can save changes there. All right. I think Facebook should be on. Sorry about that. Okay. Anyway, good evening, everyone. Sorry for the delay. This is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Um, we have a very important day today. It's uh, May Day. Um, May Day is a historic day. It's, uh, it's origin. Many people do not know what it is, so we're going to discuss about that. And then we're really going to have a conversation um, about discussing what's going on with our U.S. Senate campaign. We have a couple of guests coming in. And then after that, we have a whole science day. I'm going to go over, as I promised you, the new drug that's been pro proposed, uh, Remedisvir by Fauci, which uh, is being pushed by Gilead. Uh, there's news on that. And then we're gonna use the technology I developed with your mathematical modeling of Cytosol, which um, people need to be cleared up on what it is. And we're gonna talk about that because we know that a lot of people on the deep state establishment are uh, very concerned that a movement is developing bottoms up, which is all of us, uh, versus the establishment people, top down, be it the liberal, elites, the Kennedys, the deep state, et cetera. So we're going to talk about that. And everyone is invited. I'm going to give my phone number out. Okay. So we're going to take phone calls because uh, we don't want anyone to leave here uh, believing in, you know, Hitlerian type big lies. Uh, but we need to understand that we're in a very important time in human history right now where there's literally is a clash of ideas. There is literally is a difference. So uh, we're going to talk about this concept of unity, which some people like to uh, bullshit everyone on, excuse my language, and try to uh, basically, um, unity sometimes basically means shove all the hypocrisy and contradictions under the rug. That's what unity typically means to a lot of people. But we're going to really talk about what is real unity and how do we overcome um, uh, you know, the lies and get to truth. Because what Today's marathon is about, it's really about divide the truth from the lies so we can multiply, divide and multiply. We don't believe in fake unity. That's what the elites want us to do. Since we started this campaign for truth, freedom and health, and it's going explosive all over the world, you can see that there's a lot of envy. There's a lot of jealousy. There's a lot of people very, very concerned that a bottoms up movement like we're doing is going to take fire and it's going to wipe out the establishment. The obvious establishment and the not so obvious establishment. And that's what we want to do. We need to take down the current establishment because they have no interest in advancing truth, freedom and he or health. What they're really interested in doing is advancing power, profit and control. So one of the things we'll be talking about tonight is a concept of the not so obvious establishment. And we have a bunch of guests here um, doing this out of my home. As many of you know, we don't have you know, big Hollywood movie studios, nor do we invite Chopra and Oprah and all these kind of people. We do it in a very humble way. Um, and most importantly, we're extremely transparent about everything we do. 
Um, when people attack us, we go on the attack and expose them. We're not here uh, changing our tone or being diplomatic. If someone hits us one time, we're going to go hit them about a thousand times. That's what this is about because we want truth, freedom, and health. And those people in power really don't, um, frankly, care about that. Now, I know some of you, very few of you have said, you know, my tone, sometimes I use bad language. Well, I'm going to try to be better, uh, but I can't promise you because some of this stuff does get me and others quite angry. But I will do my best, but you can't contain me sometimes, but I will do my best. Um, so we have people coming in from UK. We have coming, uh, forget Oprah, best wishes from UK, truth, freedom, and health. Why don't people tell uh, who is who is out there? And I'll announce that we have Australia. I'm going to bring on also Instagram right now. So we get the Instagram people going. Let's see what's going on there as people are talking. What else do we have out there? Okay. The not so obvious establishment. Exactly. So let me bring the people in from Instagram. So people are coming in from Instagram. India has India's there. We have Australia. Where else? Call out your towns. Um, hey, Richard, maybe you can tell Jen to also come in. If she can come in, that'd be great because it'd be good to have her. And uh, New Jersey, Ireland, Chicago, California, Italy. <laughs> awesome. Um, Texas, Mexico, Newport Beach, uh, Florida, Colorado, Pakistan. That's awesome. Melbourne. That's in Australia. Mexico, Massachusetts. Good to have people local. Chicago, Missouri, Los Angeles. So a lot of people logging in. And anyway, out in Instagram world, this is Dr. Shiva Idre. We're doing a live stream marathon from now until however long we want to do it. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of different things today as people are joining us. We're going to talk about May Day. We're going to talk about our live stream theme, which is divide and multiply. Divide and multiply. Two things in math. This is not about some fake unity. The not so obvious establishment and the establishment can do that because they're running for the hills right now and they're unifying themselves, the 0.001%. That's what we call about unity. They wanna unify themselves, it has nothing to do with us. What we wanna do is we wanna divide the lies and multiply the truth. That's what we wanna do. We wanna separate out the truth from the lies and we wanna unleash truth, freedom, and health. So as people are coming in, let me um, really uh, take a, uh, uh, let's do a little bit of a reflection. I have some slides that I wanna share with you and um, we have more people coming in, so pe people come on in. So I wanna share with you a couple of, Richard, you got anything there? Um, so I wanna share with you some interesting slides that we have here today. Now let me close this and bring a couple of things up. Um, so what I wanna share with you is a very interesting slide here. I hope everyone can see it as people are coming in. So this is a interesting slide about the fall of infectious diseases. I hope everyone can see this. This is a fall of infectious diseases that took place in the United States. So what you see here is around, you know, the the early uh, 1900s, we had around 14 to 15 uh, people out of a about 100,000 were dying of infectious diseases. So that's around 1900. And you can see this precipitous drop long before even the 1950s, before the polio vaccine, or even um, the, you know, the long before the uh, measles vaccine came. So you see this very, very interesting drop. Anyway, hello to Scotland, people from Pluto, someone's saying, good to see you. So you, we see this dramatic drop here. And this drop uh, has always been an interesting question. Why did this massive drop take place in infectious diseases? So anyway, 
people joining us. Today's May Day. It's about um, we want to divide the truth from the lies and we want to multiply truth, freedom and health. That's what we're that's the theme of today's live stream. We're going to be going for as long as we want to go until two, three, four in the morning. We have a lot of different guests coming in. We have doctors. We have some investigative journalists who are going to join us uh, later. But I want to really start off this May Day celebration uh, looking at this graph. So you see this massive drop that took place in infectious diseases. So at, at one point it was around 14 out of 100,000 and it came down very rapidly. The question is, how did that occur? Anyone have any ideas? When asked people on Instagram, anyone have any ideas? Um, anyone have any ideas? Okay, we're asking people, why did that precipitous drop took place? Okay, any ideas? Okay, well if you can't there's see, no there's no video? Maria, Maria's saying there's no video. No video on where? On what, Zoom? No, no, Richard, forget Zoom. I'm, I'm, I'm live. Tell her to go to YouTube. So we're going to be also bringing in guests when we take a quick break. But that precipitous drop that took place occurred because of um, uh, of changes in infrastructure. We had sanitation. People started eating better, nutrition, vitamin A, refrigeration, and we ended child labor. These are the things that really contributed to that. Okay, so that was in the early 1900s, coming down to 1950. So the question is, what what actually brought that about? Was that brought about like randomly, or was that some other forces which brought that about? So that's really the question that we want to go over. How did how did that occur? And the answer to that, what you'll find, is um, the answer to that you'll find was something that took place, which had um, and again here's an here's an example of it. And what you'll see is the answer that took place was because before this period, there was what's called a massive labor movement, okay, in this country, in the United States. And it's quite an extraordinary movement because this was not a communist movement, which people try to brand it later on. But this movement was the American working class coming from bottoms up. It wasn't someone, some outside force. It wasn't, uh, uh, you know, uh, some organizers in, in one of the political parties, Republicans and Democrats organizing it. It was actually a bottoms up movement that took place in this country. And this um, idea, a lot of people don't want to talk about. They don't want to really uh, uh, give credit to what actually took place. This was a bottoms up movement that took place in the United States. And that movement, as you can see here, started around 1834, which involved women actually participating in these movements. Uh, for example, it was a mill girls in Lowell, Massachusetts to protect wage cuts. In 1843, Lowell Female Labor, Labor Reform Association began publicly petitioning for the eight-hour day. In 1871, um, uh, a dress shop was destroyed in Great Chicago, and Mary ha Harris Mother Jones began working, and she organized the labor movement and so on. So what I want to share, the reason I share those data points is many times uh, this whole history of the American labor movement has been branded as though it was always something uh, from, uh, you know, China or something from Soviet Union. But there was a very powerful labor movement in this country, bottoms up movement, independent of top down leadership from the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. There wasn't, you know, uh, XYZ celebrity involved. It was a bottoms up movement for uh, better, uh, you know, wages, better conditions, etc. But it was the power of the American working class. When it, when you look at that graph, that really gave rise to that. Why why do I say that? Well, in the late 1800s, uh, to mark this day, uh, on this day, um, a, a, the Haymarket actually took place around May 4th, but it was commemorated on May 1st because 
um, a number of workers were protesting for the eight hour workday. They wanted eight hour workday. And there was a violent incident that took place. A number of uh, workers were killed. And in fact, three were sentenced to death. And to commemorate the, that occasion, uh, it was uh, later, that occasion was sort of later taken over by outside quote unquote Marxist group and they branded it uh, as their day. But it was really in commemoration of that day um, that uh, the entire um, entire May Day actually took place. Uh, and it was commemorated on that day and it went global. So in commemoration of that amazing movement, we had uh, the start of May Day. Now, start, starting back from that day, what ended up happening was that we ended up having uh, that from the 1900s onward, something profound happened that people started branding that day essentially as not May Day, but it, they, they started branding that as a communist holiday. And, uh, and moving forward, what you see here is uh, by the 1950s, what ended up unfortunately happening was everyone thought that May Day was some communist holiday. In fact, in the United States, uh, we, there was the, anti, the McCarthy movement, which started going after anyone who was in labor and trying to brand them as communists. That's what ended up happening in the United States. So if working people started to organize, they were branded as though they were communists. And this was quite unfortunate because after the 1950s, you had the consolidation of these unions and you actually had a lot of corruption in those unions and you didn't have the rise, the indigenous organic movements. In fact, the Democratic Party leadership, for example, and I'm not for any of the establishment, took over most of the unions and they essentially degenerated into becoming an armed wing or a wing of the Democratic Party. No longer was a bottoms up labor uh, movement existing. So that's sort of the history. So you have this enormous labor movement in the late 1800s, early 1900s, but it was a power of that labor movement that gave rise that gave uh, rise to all the gains we got for infrastructure. So the point I'm trying to make, it was infrastructure. It was the fight of the labor movement, that infrastructure that really resulted in all the gains that came. And those gains included sanitation, ending of child labor, all of those things which literally brought down infectious disease. So the point is it was a labor movement, the rising of the American working class, which resulted in all those infrastructure gains, which brought down infectious disease. Long before we had, um, you know, vaccination, long before we had, um, you know, the, the pharmaceuticals, et cetera, it was that massive decline. That's what really caused it. And so what has happened since then, and is that since the 1950s onward, you had the rise of both of these massive political parties, the Republican Party establishment and the Democratic Party establishment. And both parties started colluding against the American people. And that's what we have today. Both parties want unity, okay? There's nothing, to, it's a 0.001% want unify, unified. And that's why they're running their unity thing right now. It has nothing to do with the unity of uh, a movement for truth, freedom, and health. And that's what we'll be talking about today. But I wanna give you that context long before the, you know, the healthcare worker or the, uh, the doctor or the pharmacist it was a sanitation worker, it was a plumbers who actually helped bring down infectious diseases and the infrastructure. But that infrastructure wasn't given to us. There was a revolutionary movement which made that occur. And that's what truth, freedom and health is about. That's why the videos, all the stuff we've been doing have gone viral, have gone everywhere. And in Massachusetts, what I wanted to share with everyone was that 
Um, part of that is I decided to run for U.S. Senate. Again, this is for those of you joining. This is Dr. Shivaya Dure. I'm um, uh, MIT PhD. I'm a scientist. I'm an inventor. I created the first email system just by way of introduction. But I'm running for U.S. Senate. And in fact, the Senate campaign we're running here is a campaign not uh, just to run for Senate, but it's a campaign for truth, freedom, and health. And guess who we're running against in Massachusetts? Guess who we're running against? Anyone want to guess who I'm running against? Anyone want to guess? Okay. Anyone want to guess who I'm running against? I'm running against a, a guy called Joe Kennedy. Joe Kennedy who's who I'm running against. And just to review, uh, before I go there, and uh, we're going to take a break shortly, but let me just give you a quick a background of our campaign. Um, those of you who remember this and have, have been following it, if everyone now goes to shiva4senate.com, S-H-I-V-A-4senate.com, you'll come to our website right here. And our campaign, when you come to it, says, I stand for truth, freedom, health. I pledge now to vote for Dr. Shiva. Our campaign is not some campaign where we think we own that Senate seat. That's what Joe Kennedy thinks. By the way, to give, for those of you from outside of the United States, Mass, you know, Massachusetts is one of the 50 states um, in the United States. We're on the eastern part. You can look it up on the map. And I'm actually located in a, a town called Cambridge, Massachusetts. But this town, when I came here, you know, I came here as a uh, as a 17 year old to attend MIT. But this was known as a town of the Kennedys, that the Kennedys own Massachusetts. You know, it had a history of the senators being Kennedys. Ted Kennedy, the guy, if you go look at the movie Chappaquiddick, it's quite a horrible movie. What occurred to that young woman was basically left to die. And it's a quite an interesting movie. The Kennedys got everyone to hide all that. But anyway, Massachusetts was known as a center of the Kennedys. And there's a Senate seat, which everyone believes is a Kennedy Senate seat. It's like almost as, as, as though it's an aristocracy. So I never thought I'd be running for United States Senate, but that's what I'm doing today as a 56, 57 year old man, you know, nearly uh, 39 years later after all the things that I, you know, my work as an entrepreneur, et cetera. And the reason, the reason I'm running um, for U.S. Senate is because the lawyer lobbyists, the Kennedys, the people who think that they are the aristocracy that is theirs, deserve, uh, have, have lost all their um, rights anymore. Because if you look at this COVID, if you look at the pandemic, if you look at the big hoax that's taken place, it was a lawyer lobbyist in the United States Senate. It's the politicians who let all of this occur. They let the deep state come in. They let the deep state destroy our economy. They let the deep state suppress, you know, uh, freedom, you know, by doing this lockdown that's going on. And they're the ones who want mandated vaccines top down. Okay. And Massachusetts is fundamentally the center of the deep state. And I say this with a great deal of um, analysis and reservation for this, because what's happened is that uh, I'm going to start Instagram again is that if you actually start looking at Massachusetts, you find out that all the global elites come through Massachusetts, all of them. The if You have Harvard and MIT, the two universities, and in a one-mile radius in Cambridge, pretty much you could probably argue that 99 to 100% of the global leaders, the elites have gone through here. But surrounding uh, MIT and Harvard is Harvard Medical School. You have headquarters of the biggest pharma companies. You have all the major, you know, Google's, Monsanto, Facebook, everyone is in a very small radius. 
it is really the epicenter of the deep state. Now, having gone to MIT, all the degrees I did, starting companies, you know, I have an insight into that, but my heart is not part of that deep state. It, it goes back to India, my poor grandparents. It goes back to working class people. I grew up in New Jersey. But the bottom line is Massachusetts is the epicenter of the deep state. You just need to understand that. And the Kennedys believe that they own Massachusetts. So the smear campaign that went on after I started exposing the hypocrisy of Bobby Kennedy, and that's what he is. He's a big hypocrite. He is pro-vaccine. He supported uh, Hillary Clinton, who's pro-vaccine, pro-Monsanto, pro-Big Pharma. But the Kennedys have a very clever way of thinking that they control everything, that they think they can take out you know, truth, freedom, and health, but they're not going to be able to. So if you look at our campaign here, the what we're doing on the ground is if everyone knows people in Massachusetts, one of the most important things people can do right now is to tell your friends that we're running here. And as a part of doing that, um, you should get people to um, pledge to vote for our campaign. That's what would be extraordinary. That's what that's what we need people to do. Let me go back here. So everyone out there has an opportunity to get people understanding our campaign. I'm just going to have to start this again um, over here. And and yes. Oh, YouTube is audio only. All right. All right. For some reason, YouTube is audio only. Okay, we'll start that back up again. Um, but um, uh, you can say that to me, Michelle. Oh. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, let me just check what YouTube's going on. View on YouTube. Let's see. I'm just going to check here. Uh, no, it's live. Oh, YouTube is audio only. All right. No, it isn't. All right. For some people, it is. Okay. Um, so, um, what we wanted to get back to here, sorry, interruption here, um, is that if you go to the website, what you'll see here is that we've done a couple of things here that we want to make it really easy for people to come and support the campaign. So, I encourage people to go to that website. And if you click on the, 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 uh, there's a couple of buttons there. If you click on the donate button there, you can find that one of the key things that we want to do is to enable people to really understand what a system is. So I'm going to go right there. If I go into it right here and if I click right in, you go here. And, and by the way, if you, when you go to vote for Shiva, our goal is to get people to pledge to vote for us. So everyone take a little bit of time. If you're in Massachusetts or you know people outside and you're outside of Massachusetts, tell people to go here and you can just go right to, you know, I vote for Shiva and get people to sign up because we need to start gathering our votes now. And the other piece is when you go to donate, we have a really cool set of things where there's a book called System and Revolution and there's a cool tool I built called Your Body, Your System, which I'll come back to, which actually teaches you how your body is a system. System and Revolution is really a guide to understand your body as a system and how um, what it means, how do we actually change the world? So it's a really a scientific analysis of a systems approach and your body, your system will come back to as I'll talk about more. But the key thing today is that I want to take uh, as we go through this is to take this systems approach to starting to understand how your body works, how systems work. We're going to, as I mentioned, go to the science section and then we're going to bring someone on shortly. We're going to go through um, uh, in an open forum so people can call, I'll give out my number, about everything that's been going on and how do we move this move, uh, movement forward for truth, freedom, and health. 
So I'm going to take a couple of questions now on this, and then we'll take a break. So Trump is great. Where is the epicenter of the deep state? Uh, I missed that. It, keep, it kept logging off. Well, the deep state's probably logging us off. <laughs> um, truth, boom, truth. Okay. Um, Michelle, is Jen going to join us to help out? Question. Okay. So, okay. Um, so, so, um, so on truth, freedom and health on the Shiva for Senate site, um, one of our main goals is to get people to understand how systems work. But when we look at May Day and when we look back at the history of it, what we really start seeing is that the American labor movement, I'm talking about the bottoms up labor movement, which later got branded as communist or Marxist or, you know, rabble rousers was literally the force that gave us infrastructure, which really helped us bring down infectious diseases. I hope that's clear. It was long before uh, vaccines, long before you know all these uh, pharmaceutical medicines. It was infrastructure, vitamin A, nutrition, sanitation, eliminating child labor. But all those things did not come to us. Um, did not come to us. Just uh, you know, someone just gave it to us. We had to fight for that, and that's where we are today. And one of the main things we'll talk about right when I come back, uh, I'm going to take a quick break and we'll come right back, is that that movement, that entire movement was a result um, of people rising up, not just against the establishment, but what I call the not so obvious establishment. You see, when people start getting together in a bottoms up movement like we've created occurs, what happens is the establishment gets so afraid that they have their plagiarists, their hypocrites. And those plagiarists and those hypocrites try to seize control of the actual organic movement. And that's the point that we're at. We're at that point right now where the plagiarists and the hypocrites are coming to try to uh, take control or try to hijack this movement for truth, freedom, and health. And one of the ways they are doing that. I know, yeah. Yeah, I know that we're gonna we we said we're not doing that right now. Um, so one of the ways that they do that is through what's called the not so obvious establishment. And the not so obvious establishment, one of the trigger words that they use is a word called unity. So unity, unity, unity. You're dividing the movement. Has anyone heard that? Let me ask if people have heard that. Have people heard that? Unity, unity, unity. Anyone out there? Yeah, people have heard that, right? People talk about unity, okay? And what they do is they um, try to do disinformation, they try to do defamation, et cetera, because they become very afraid of a bottoms up movement. And we're at that critical point. So if we can understand this, and we're gonna be bringing on a guest shortly, who's gonna help us explain that. He's an investigative reporter, a researcher. But if we can understand the nature of that not so obvious establishment, we will, enter into a golden age where we'll have more freedom, more truth, and more health. But historically, when a movement like ours emerges, which is what's happening, the establishment gets running scared. They'll start using Hitler-type techniques, the big lies. And that is what we're witnessing right now. But it's an amazing opportunity to learn. And if we can learn what's going on, we can build a victorious movement. And that is why I think it's awesome that we're doing this on May Day because it was it was a victory what occurred with all those gains that they got. And then the establishment came back in the 1950s and tried to suppress them. And it was frankly, the people who claimed that they're for the liberalism, the inclusivity and the diversity, 
They don't want that most of these people are aristocrats and the same aristocrats around right now, the Hollywood elites, the Oprah's, the Kennedy's, these people talk a good game, but they're the worst, worst form of insidious of the evil elites. They're the 0.001%. And that's frankly the people who will talk this notion of unity, 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 because they're afraid. We're not here to unite people and forget truth. We're here to divide. I'll be very clear. We're here to divide truth from lies so we can multiply truth, freedom, and health. We want to divide truth from lies. You see, there was a time there was a guy called Galileo. One person you know, had data saying that the earth went around the sun. Everyone remember this? But the other 97% of people were united against that truth. They vilified him. So the issue here is not about, the issue here is not about uh, uh, unity. It's really about dividing the truth from the lies. And then we can multiply truth, freedom, and health. Is that clear to everyone? We're not gonna, we're not here for some bogus unity. They're running their stupid unity event. And Bobby Kennedy ran like a little, little whatever with his tail between his legs because I started exposing him. He had to run over to Oprah. Oprah, by the way, gets a lot of money from Pfizer, promoted the flu shot, okay? And to all of her Hollywood friends and all the media companies um, to try to resurrect his brand because we've hammered his brand. We've exposed him for what he is. He's a hypocrite. And now the trolls have come out uh, trying to say I'm a vaccine company, trying to say that uh, I have relationship with Bill Gates and that I get money from the Clintons. Exactly what we're calling him out on. This is the big lie. And one of our, someone on the internet did a great picture will come up with, which has him, you know, in a, a Nazi-like outfit. But that's what these people are. But they're very clever because they bamboozle people and say, oh, they're the Kennedys, they're the Kennedys. Well, we need to bust up that bogus mystique because that is a way to enslave all of us. So anyway, today is May Day. Uh, we're going to do a live marathon. I'm going to take a break. Uh, we'll come right back, but we're going to go all the way through today. We're going to go all the way through. Uh, I'm going to bring my guest on. I'll take a quick, uh, 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 in fact, I'm going to end this stream and I'll start it back up. I hope that's okay with people. We'll end it and I'll start it right back up so we get this piece. But anyway, happy May 1st day. It's a great time for working people. And I'll come back in about 10 minutes and we'll start up again. And we're going to really talk about the campaign here and what's really going on. And anyone, anyone who, uh, uh, anyone who wants to ask a question. So we want to go after the big lies. We're going to go after the RFK exposed shortly. We want to go right after the not so obvious establishment. Any question people can ask. And we'll open up my phone lines. As you know, I'm very, very um, transparent. I get, I, I've given out my phone number to people. I've given out my personal email. So everyone calls me. Um, so we want to have a discussion uh, uh, about the not so obvious establishment. We're going to go through the Hitlerian type lies that the Kennedys have done because they're so afraid I'm going to take away their Senate seat. They're afraid I'm going to take their little Joey boy seat away because they think it's inheritance. Well, that's what's going to happen in Massachusetts, which is the center of the deep state. We're going to win the Senate election because it's more than a Senate election. It's a movement for truth, freedom and health. And it's to put a stake right between, right inside of the uh, of the deep state establishment right here. So we'll be back. I'm going to end the live stream. I'm going to come back. We're going to have an amazing conversation with an investigative journalist. And he just released something to expose what 
are the Kennedys really up to? And by the way, the Kennedys are the epitome. They're the institutionalized, not so obvious establishment in the United States. That's who they are. And the day we break from their mystique now, I'm not talking about John Kennedy. John Kennedy was a different guy. The apple fell far from the trees. These modern Kennedys have nothing to do with them. Um, but what we're going to talk about is what is going on in Massachusetts? What is the deep state about? And then we have a whole science lecture, probably about we're going to go through uh, the current drug, brometosphere. We're going to talk about hydro, uh, hydroxychloroquine. Uh, and then we're going to come back and do a review of vitamin D and C. And then I'm going to compare. I ran it through our technology, Cytosol, which is a which is a, a modeling, which does ma we create mathematical models. We don't make vaccines. Um, Bobby Kennedy's pro-vaccine. Um, his family comes from a bootlegging family, but that's not what we do here. So okay. Does so does Joe Kennedy, right? Joe Kennedy's pro-vaccine. Yeah, Joe Kennedy's pro-vaccine. His nephew is pro-vaccine. In fact, his wife has started some foundation, which is to bring in poor black people and vaccinate them under the thing called wellness. Okay. This is what the Kennedys do. They always use black people and brown people and take pictures with them. I don't know why they don't, you know, hang out with themselves. They don't really care about black or brown people, but they just use them. They just exploit them. So we're going to talk about that, uh, but we'll be back. But we're going to talk very shortly about this. And we're going to bring on the investigative journalist who's going to share with you some amazing information about the Kennedys and about how they actually operate. And I'm sure the trolls, if there are any one of them here, please, all the trolls are more than welcome to come because we're into openness here. We want everyone here. Okay. Thank you very much. We'll be right back shortly. And in about, it's, um, we'll be back at about 10 after. Thank you.